Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Peace. With me today are life coach Monique Scott and Taya mentor Janine B. This is your daily dose of happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. Our friend Bridget can't join us today. She's not feeling so great leading up to the holiday, but hopefully she's going to heal up real good and we'll see her again next week. But uh, we have a an old friend visiting us again after so many months, Monique Scott. <laughs> Back in the studio. It's great to have you back, Monique. Hello. Nice to see you again. It's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been months. It's been a long time. And and I often tell the story, Monique, here on the show about how you left because we did those um, experiments, the Pam Grout experiments, and one of them led you right off the show, (laughs) (laughs) which was really great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's amazing how this stuff works. But anyway, we're going to do a little catching up today. And uh, as we, uh, as a society, as a global society, we prepare for the Christmas holiday, at least among uh, those people who celebrate Christmas. Um, We're going to just kind of take a look back at what's been happening over the last year with everybody here and uh, compare notes. Janine's got uh, some stuff going on in her life, too, that she'll be sharing. So let's get to it. Um, First and foremost... I got to say that when you left, Monique, you left a hole. I mean, it was a hole that we ended up filling, but it was a hole. And I've missed you. What can I tell you? I've been missing you. I missed y'all too. Well, thank you. Thank you. And it's so great to be back today. Thank you for extending the invitation. Of course, you knew I was going to say yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I was pretty sure. Yeah. But you never know for sure. You have to ask and find out first. But yeah, yeah I thought so. Yeah. But you know, I love you guys. I love this community. Of course, like everybody here, I'm all things law of attraction. So yeah, I was quite surprised to get your email, but very, very happy. That's cool. So can you give us a little update on what you've been doing since you left? I mean, we did get that one visit from you last June or July. I can't remember when it was. You gave us an update on what was going on at that point, but not really sure what happened after that. So tell us what's going on. Yeah, sure. So um, I left Houston and came back to Atlanta in May. And so the last time I was on this show, I was still dealing in real estate. Um, we, I think I had briefly, you know, told you guys a little bit about um, wholesaling and what wholesaling real estate is. And so, you know, I, I won't say quickly, Walt. What I'll say is real estate is for me, but that's not the avenue. That's not the best avenue for me for real estate. If that makes sense, right? It makes a lot of sense to me because I, I've often thought about being uh, an investor in real estate, always got, you know, kind of shied away from it. But the idea of doing a wholesale, that, that seems like right out on the edge. And I'm not an out on the edge kind of guy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm definitely an on the edge type of girl. That's mm-hmm. definitely, um, I'll try anything once. If it doesn't kill me, I might do it twice. That's my <laughs> motto. <laughs> Well, and that's how we learn, right? That's how we yeah. experience life is trying new things. And, and, and it's good to identify what really works for us and what doesn't, what, what fuels our soul and how it, you know, if, if it's something that we can do short term or if it's something we just don't want to do at all. So, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely, Janine. And I figured out that wholesaling was not something that I wanted to do mm-hmm. at all. <laughs> well, that's good. You figured that out. That's right. Yeah. 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 But. Honestly, while, you know, this is just between me, you, and our hundreds and thousands of listeners, right? So don't <laughs> tell anybody. Okay. But, <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you repeat it, I'll deny it. Okay. So, okay. Um, what I realized is um, doing real estate was something that I've always wanted to do. And the way that God had brought me surely back into my life and all that good stuff, no doubt about it. What I have realized over the over my life and you guys can chime in and let me know if if this has been the case for you guys but anything that i have desired to try anything that i've endeavored um usually always out of my comfort zone right but anything i endeavor it happens like god the universe source energy whatever you call he she or it right always makes a way and just makes it really easy for me to transition or move into that thing or try that thing, right? Mm-hmm. 
And so that's been my whole life, anything that I thought of. But what I realized, well, honestly, with the real estate is I was getting to a place in my business career, business career, I guess that's what you want to call it, right? Yeah, sure. Why not? Hey, if the term doesn't exist already, we will invent it right here. Right. In my business career, right? My yeah, we have many different type of careers in our lifetimes. We right? do. So yes. That makes, sense. that makes sense. I'm with you. Yes. I get it. <laughs> so where I was at the time, I was just, I was at a place where I wasn't sure if I wanted to do coaching anymore. Now, law of attraction manifestation is my lifestyle. Like, it's like breathing. I can't not do it. It's just what is, right? But I wasn't sure what I wanted to do inside of my business. And I decided, oh, you know what? Real estate. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and go ahead and finally do real estate. And maybe I'll get back to my business at some point and maybe I won't. Now, I don't think I publicly shared that with anybody, but that's, Honestly, internally, that's how I was feeling, Walt. I was just feeling like, I don't really know what the heck, you know what I mean? I had finished my last cohort of clients and I was good with that. And I I was just kind of in this in-between place and I'm thinking, oh, real estate, this will be my savior. Yeah, I'll just do this and I'll be good, right? Well, what I quickly realized is that was just a vehicle or a mechanism for me to kind of get away from what I knew that God had really called me to do or what I'm really here to do, right? I think we all can agree here. And even to some degree, our listeners, you can agree that sometimes when you have a, some people call it a calling, right? I'm, I'm from a Christian background. Oh, there's a call on your life. God's got a call on your life, right? Um, whatever you feel like you're called to do or you're placed on this earth plane to do, sometimes it feels heavier than what you think you can do. Or sometimes it might even feel like you don't even know if you want to do it. Like, okay, yeah. this is my gift. This is my task or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I want to do this. Like I thought I did and it sounded really good. But once you get into the thick of it and you realize, hey, there's some other stuff that has to happen, right? Because for you, while doing this podcast every single day, five days a week, you know, 12, no, there's more than 12 weeks, 52 weeks a year, right? <laughs> yes. That's a lot. That's a level of commitment, right? Yes. That you have to us, the co-host, yourself, the audience. And I'll even say to an extent, God in the universe, because this is what you were here. This is part of your mission, I believe, right? That's why you do it so well and why you've done it for so long, right? This is This is what you're supposed to be doing. And so, but sometimes I'm pretty sure that there are probably days you wake up and you do not feel like doing our podcast. You just, we're human. You just don't, right? Often I have to say to myself, you know, I've got half hour left to go before the show and like, oh, do I really want to do it? And I have to remind myself, oh yeah, but remember how you feel afterward. Oh yeah. That's so true. That's so true. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 So there's a level of commitment that comes with the things that we are tasked to do or we're gifted to do. Our gifts come with sometimes struggles. I don't like to call them burdens. I don't, I don't really believe that, but it comes with a level of commitment that sometimes we're not ready for or we don't even want to commit to, to be honest. And that's just where I was. I wasn't sure if I wanted to continue following through with this commitment, this call. Um, to teach manifestation and law of attraction, even though it's a lifestyle, even though it's what I love. I talk about it all day, every day to anybody who will listen, you know, but still, I didn't know if if that's really what I wanted to do. And so these last, I don't know what we're in December now. So I guess these last six, seven months um, of the year has been a little bit of a internal spiritual struggle for me, just because I didn't, I just didn't know if that's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. That's reasonable. That's very reasonable. Yeah. And you did something, yeah. you did something really daring too. You decided to try something that was, like you said, outside the comfort right. zone. Cause you do everything outside of your comfort zone. Right. So exactly. <laughs> and then you, you, right. you become a complex, more complex person because of it. Right. At yeah. the end of the day. So even if you don't go forward with it, 
the, there's great value in, in having that experience. So it's not like a dead end. It's like, uh, you're not going any further, but you're, you're getting all those tools that you learned from that lesson and you're carrying that on with you and this other in the continuation of your journey. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Janine. So, um, that's just what's been going on with me for the last year. So where I am now is, I have recommitted to my business career, my business. I've recommitted to my business um, starting next month, but I'm going in a, a slightly different direction, whereas I will be offering more things than just coaching. Um, oh. I'm currently, I put together a manifestation journal that goes along with the way I teach manifestation. And so I'm waiting for Amazon to approve it. <laughs> oh, ah, we have like a little announcement going on here. Oh, I guess it is, right? So yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I've created a journal, a manifesting or scripting journal because cool. um, every, I don't know, can I mention what I'm doing, Walt? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. okay. So. Every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Instagram, I go live at 9 o'clock. And it is a live scripting session. So, uh -huh. yeah, I decided to put it together. And I have my little followers, right, everybody who, who comes every Monday night. But I really wanted it to be an intentionally intimate space where people can just shut down at the end of the evening. That's why I picked nine o'clock at night. I think most people are like winding down, getting ready for bed or whatnot. Right. And um, do their scripting for their manifestations. So even if they don't do it or feel like they don't have the time to do it, you know, Monday night, nine o'clock, Monique's going to be on Instagram live. So you have no excuse, right? That's true. <laughs> yeah. Cause you have other people who are doing it too. Now I can't see the audience, of course, but they're in the comments, right? But sure. that's what it is. It, it truly is scripting. So like for the first five or mm -hmm. 10 minutes, I, you know, talk about what scripting is. I give a little overview of how the night is going to go or the session is going to go. We script for about 30 minutes. The last 15, I do an alpha, I call it an alpha state of consciousness talk down to where um, I really talk them down for about 16 minutes um, into the alpha state so that afterwards, either they can fall asleep thinking about their uh, manifestations, you know, visualizing, or either they can just sit up, you know, maybe they're in bed or on the sofa or whatever and continue to visualize before they go to bed either way. Right. So, so let's, so talk for a moment. Let's, let's pretend that you're actually doing your session. Let's do the section where you explain what scripting is and also what it's for. What do you, why do you do it at all? Oh, okay. That's a good one. I like that. Okay. So if you guys were, if we were on my live, right, I introduced myself and all that good stuff. And then I will say, for those of you guys who are new or joining us for the first time, of course, welcome. Um, I've already introduced myself. Um, feel free to hit me in the DM if you have any questions afterwards. I'd love to help. Um, but really, I want to take this time to introduce what scripting is, just in case anybody on the live is not familiar with it. So scripting is similar to journaling. Journaling is where most people will maybe write down their feelings at the end of the day so that they don't spaz out on their spouse or loved ones after they've had a bad day. But scripting is not that. So scripting is a manifestation technique where you think of one to three things that you want to manifest. I usually tell people, especially if you're starting out, focus on one thing to manifest. Maybe it's a new car. Maybe it's a love interest. Maybe it's a a new apartment or whatever, but you get that one thing in your mind. And the very first thing you're going to do is write a gratitude statement. I always start off all of my gratitude statements the same. I'm so happy and grateful that blah, blah, blah. So an example of how you would script for, let's say a new car. <clears throat> I would write, I'm so happy and grateful that I have a 2022 gray Infinity Q60 with black interior um, right off the showroom floor. 
Thank Ooh. you so much, God, for this car. Mm -hmm. It is my dream car. Every time I drive this car, I feel amazing. I love how people look at me when I'm driving down the street in my new car. All of my friends and family always ask me for a ride in my new car. So then I'm explaining to them that you're always going to write or script in the present tense. And the reason why is because the subconscious mind does not know the difference between what is real and what is imagined. So if you're thinking about what you want in terms of now, right now, in terms of the specificity of the type of car it is, the feeling that it invokes, your subconscious mind believes that that is real, even though it has not manifested in physical form yet, it is in a reality. The time now is for you to script, you think about it, you internalize it. And I always tell them, if you follow Neville Goddard, Neville always tells us feeling is the secret. So it's not so much about writing it out as it is the feeling that you invoke when you're writing it out, when you're thinking about it, when you're closing your eyes and you're really visualizing having that car, the new car smell, what what the leather on the steering wheel feels like, right? So that's usually how I kind of tell them what scripting is and why you want to do it. And that it's just a manifestation technique that I like to teach people to help bring about their manifestations. Because I think while most people, when you think about it, if you're writing something, what do you have to do? You first have to think about it in order to write it, right? And Very usually, true. usually people, you think, we think in pictures. So usually, like I just said, I know what a great 2022 Infinity Q60 looks like, right? That's my dream car, right? Mm -hmm. I know what that looks like. So when I'm writing it out, it's very, very easy for me to think about it or feel or be happy about driving it or, you know, signing the paperwork and getting it off the floor, floor room, showroom floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like I did the car that I have now. I mm -hmm. literally drove it off the showroom floor when I got I, I was in the car when you were explaining it. I, I was feeling the leather underneath my hands. I, I, it was this, you had me in the car. And see, that's, that's the whole thing. And so I, I just try to get them to understand that scripting is less about the writing and more of a, it's more of a tool to feel or invoke the feeling of, of the thing and a way for you to just focus on it for, if nothing else, a short time, right? I think, um, I think Abraham Hicks says, if you think about something or you visualize it for 17 seconds, right? So I figure 17 seconds. Well, heck, what can you do with 30 minutes? <laughs> yep. Absolutely true. In yeah. fact, when you were talking about the, uh, when you brought Neville Goddard into it, I, I smiled because that was exactly the person I was thinking about. If, if Neville Goddard had taught scripting, that's the way he would have taught it. Exactly. Just the way you said it. I love that man. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. I, I do too. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. Um, that's really cool. Do you, uh, are you planning to, uh, is that, is this like a first stage of a series of stages? I mean, you'll be doing these Monday scripting sessions, basically teaching people, attracting your audience, building your audience, so to speak. Is there something that comes as, you know, step B? Um, well, I started the manifestation. I created the manifestation journal, the scripting journal, right? That I'm waiting for Amazon to say, yes. Um, I created it because of the new students or new people who are new to scripting. And some of them are like, well, where do I get a journal from? Right. Ah, yeah. Okay. Ding dong. And yeah. you know me, I also teach manifestation with Bible verses. Yes. And so I incorporated my three favorite Bible verses into the scripting, into the journal. And every entry for the journal starts off with, I'm so happy and grateful. So you have no, I won't say you have no choice, but I want people to intentionally start out with um, a gratitude statement. So I've got that going on. I'm currently working with a music producer. 
I'm going to get back on to doing even more affirmation recordings. So I have about seven of them, right? And they are, um, they are recorded in 432 hertz <laughs> frequency, okay. right? Yeah. Um, and it's just really subtle. So they're an hour long and it's meant for you to either listen while you're working or maybe while you're falling asleep because the music in the background is, is really, really soft, right? Mm -hmm. So I've got that project going on and I'm going to be doing even more with that. So I'm currently working with a music producer who did it before for me, like a year ago. I really mm -hmm. wanted to work with something, someone different, but you know what he'll do for now. So I'm just going <laughs> to keep working with him, push out some of the projects that I have early next month, right? Early next year and um, keep going with that. Um, I'm working on my website as well. Whew. Yeah. You got a lot so, going on there. I do. I do. I do. You know, if I'm going to do what God has called me to do or what I feel like I'm led to do, or what my assignment is or what I'm tasked to do. Well, let's just go all out. Let's just do what the heck he told me to do. Also <laughs> on top of writing a book. Uh-oh. We, yeah. we have a book announcement going on here? I'm no Dan Mangina. Okay. I'm not, I'm not Dan. <laughs> I'm not there yet. <laughs> but, you know, um, since I've been studying Neville, so much more over the last six or seven months, right? Since the summer. Um, I have him and Fred, Frederick Dotson. Are you familiar with Fred? Are you guys familiar with Frederick Dotson? Not really. No, I know the name and that's about it. Okay. Okay. I love Frederick. Um, Frederick is not as like popular, super popular or anything, right? Um, but he believes what Neville believes, like feeling is a secret. He talks a lot about parallel universes and stuff like that. But I came across um, a recent video of his and I just fell in love with it. And I was like, you know what? More people should know this. And he talks about manifestation. But you guys, instead of talking about asking the universe for things, he said you should command it. And then he references, I think it was um, the Bible scripture of Matthew 17, 19, mm -hmm. where Jesus says, or tells us, hey, if you command this mountain to move, if you believe it when you say it, it's going to move, right? You can you can literally do anything. And he broke down how the Bible scripture says to command it to move. Don't ask me to move it for you, right? Don't ask God to move it for you. Don't ask Jesus to move it for you. But Jesus literally says that you can command it to move. You can. And I thought, I think we're missing that. I think a lot of people... Are missing that. And when I think about Walt, this is a little testimony. You know, I always have one, right? <laughs> you do. Usually, <laughs> yes, it's true. So I recently, I've been back in the workforce in corporate America for maybe sec. I think this is my third week. Okay. And what I realized is Frederick was right. When I just decided what I was going to do, how much money I was going to make, um, I didn't like specify any particular job, but I was like, it's going to be $50,000 a year at least, right? It's going to be local here in Alpharetta where I live. I'm not going to commute and this company is going to be great. I'm going to love it and my coworkers, right? Two weeks later, was it even two weeks later? Lynn called me, a lady that I had worked with in a staffing agency she called, I reached out to her, but she called me back and said, Hey, Monique, I think I got the perfect opportunity for you. Of course. And she said, well, I said, how much is it? <laughs> oh, it's 50,000. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> right. And I was like, where is it? She said, Oh, it's an Alpharetta. Do you know so and so and so and so? And I was like, that's 15 minutes away from where I live. She was like, awesome. Right. Beautiful. And boom. There you I are. Got the job. Congratulations. <laughs> like yeah. Right. But, Congratulations. Thank you. But what I realized that I did, you guys, I did what um what Frederick said. I didn't mm -hmm. ask the universe for it. I didn't ask God for it. <laughs> I believe like Neville believes, God is inside mm -hmm. of us. We are God. God and 
us are one unit. I believe we're one mind, one body, one spirit, me and God. He's not some outside entity. I believe like Neville believes that Jesus Christ is our own human, wonderful imagination, like he likes to say, right? And Mm -hmm. if that is true, then you're not asking God for anything. If I have God-like abilities, if I have the same abilities that Jesus had, if you believe in Jesus, if I had the same capabilities to call forth with my spoken word, anything that I want, then why, why would I ask? I would just command it just like God does. And that's what I did, Walt. I remember sitting right here and I just decided I'm going to have a job for $50,000 and something else. I, I'm not at liberty to say, but I said something else. And I'll be darned if both of them didn't happen in like two weeks. And I was of just course. Like, that's great right. though. Yeah. Right. You know, that that's really? happened to me similarly with things that, that, that when I use it, like out of a point of frustration, like I really want a job and I, you know, like, like, or I really want something and, but I'm not, um, I'm not uh, lighter about it. Uh, it. It's I'll get the job, but it won't be the best job for me because I'm not in the frame of mind when I'm making that, you know, exclamation. I'm not in the right vibe. I'm not uh, in that right frame of mind. And uh-huh. so I see where it doesn't just work when we're, when we're down. It works when we're up too, right? It's just I don't think myself to to say, Hey, universe, this is what I really want. And, and I'm still working on that like every day because it's, it, I'm still working on it. Well, it's still like a, like a, you know, complete work in progress. So thank you for this. This is, uh, this is interesting for sure. Yeah. That's been a big deal for me lately is really recognizing the value of asking from a high vibe place. Mm-hmm. If I'm not feeling oh, good, yeah. I don't even dare ask anymore. I, I actually get skittish if I'm not feeling good. Like, huh, talk to me later. I'm <laughs> not interested in talking right now. Something's going to come out. It's going to come out wrong, and I'm going to get this manifestation I didn't want. No, thank you. I'll just wait. Right, right, right. No, you're you're really right. You're, you're right about that. I've learned my lesson. That's happened to me <laughs> twice, two or three times where I said, I want a client, and I want a client now. And I get a client, and they're, it, there's a lot of clients out there. Right. right. <laughs> we, want the, we want the clients that work the best with us and that we can work the right. best with. Right. Yep. And um, so just throwing that net out in a, so the, the, when I'm frustrated and I put it out there, wow, can you imagine if I'm powerful, you know, when I'm, when I'm in a better spot and I put it out oh. there, what can happen? Oh yeah. So why don't I think of it when I'm in a really good spot? I'm just, why don't I think of that? All right. Self-training. <laughs> that's why so it's, it's learning, it's learning to retrain ourselves when we're going to put it out there. Cause we're used right, to just right, doing right. it by default. And by default is, Oh, I really need it right now. Right. So exactly. Well, that, and by the way, this was, this was pre Taya. So this was before, you know, like, like I think it was in the middle of Taya that I had my last experience like that. So right. sorry, Monique, I don't mean to, to pull us away oh, from no, your, no, no. Your it's, it's a I conversation, love to hear right? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. It's a conversation. Uh, Monique, are you familiar with uh, David Strickle's Taya program? David Strickle's Dream of David? No. no. Okay. David was a, a co-host here on the show for about six months last year. And uh, he has been a guest on numerous times since then. He uh, He's a channeler in the same way that Esther Hicks uh, receives the messages of Abraham. Uh-huh. And he calls Abraham, his version of Abraham is the stream. So the stream of, or the stream of David is the full name. So, um, David, uh, with the help of the stream, created a basically a, a series of teachings and courses and books and so forth, um, including the uh, crown jewel of his program known as the Taya Bootcamp. Taya, T-Y-A is an acronym that stands for Trust Your Abundance. Oh, okay. So when she was talking and, about uh, yeah, the Taya program, right. she was talking about having gone right. through the Taya Bootcamp, which both she and I have gone through this year. Oh, oh it, nice. But I, I, I have to make a correction, though. I think you might have said at the beginning of, when you introed me that I was a Taya mentor, but I'm not. Just oh, you're not. You're interested. I, oh, I, I am yeah. not. I'm, but thank you. I, I just yeah, think you were. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was thinking about it, but I never really went in. Oh, you never applied for Oh, yet. okay. Well, then yeah. I'll have to fix that. So sorry about that. My, but thank you. Thank you for the thought. Well, I was going to say that you were a Taya master, but that's a specific term in the Taya universe. But I was right. going to say that because I think we're all masters. Right. I mean, I think even David agrees with that. Um, but I didn't know how you'd feel about being called a Taya master. So I figured mentor was a little bit safe. 
thank you. <laughs> I'm interested. Can you tell me more about this Taya? This sure. Program? Yeah. Um, do you want to give a shot, Janine, or shall I go first? You go ahead, please. please okay. So I the Taya program is today. It, it's basically a program of helping people who have had trouble manifesting the kinds of lives that they, they wanted to manifest, mm-hmm. regardless of what area it's been in. Um, and specifically, it helps them to address what are the, the blocks and resistance points in the way. Okay. And the way that the TIA program does that is by encouraging people to identify and dive deep into what they call transgressors. Um, right. And transgressors are essentially things from our past, usually most often what, the, what they call the root transgressors, dating back to our very youngest years, usually associated with parents. Uh, where there was something going on that kind of started creating a negative tape in the head, okay. so to speak. And so that becomes like a recurring theme in our minds as we go through life right. and it keeps popping up periodically when we're trying to do things like manifest our desire about X, okay. Y, or Z. So if you dive deep and you, and you, uh, basically take the vibration out of that or, or detune it in Taya terminology, if you detune that thing, mm-hmm. then you'll, essentially remove that block that remove that resistance right so it's like a mental it's a it's a mindset it's a it's a change of mindset and it's how to also deal with uh these blocks that are that that come up you know uh, every day and uh and still be higher vibes still be happy still be in a better place so it's it's really it's been phenomenal for me and i've i've worked on integrating so much of it in just I, I like like okay, I need to breathe. I, sometimes I don't even think about it. I'll just stop and breathe, right? Like if right. and and of course, breathing is is such a popular thing now. Anyway, like and there's there's so much uh, uh, um, out there in terms of like way different kinds of breath and what it does and how it can unblock things. But just is in, in terms of like getting myself focused if I if I need to refocus. So, um, I was just hearing what you were saying. Mm-hmm. I was hearing what you were saying through the years of somebody who hadn't heard the program before. And they hear you say, well, right. it's a popular thing out there. And like, yeah, well, it's been popular for a long time. Glad to hear that you right, finally. Right. Right. <laughs> they didn't realize what you were talking about. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Like the, so there's breathing, there's appreciation, there's all these tools that David teaches us in how to, uh, overcome these obstacles or how to deal with, uh, the, these blocks as they come up. And so it's, uh, sorry folks. I, we talk so much about Taya on here that I it's know. just so easy to slip right <laughs> into like, hand, right? like, like, <laughs> right. Like nature. everybody knows. You know? <laughs> sorry guys. Oh, I'm late to the party. Okay. Got it. <laughs> right, right. I'm not, I, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm not using like newbie words and stuff like that. And that's actually the path that kind of I'm on right now is to integrate uh, what I've learned with, from the stream and from the teachings and, and from Taya and, and using it, uh, in, in a, not just a, like a business sense, because it's not, it's not new age or, or excuse me, it's not Taya coaching or it's not, um, law of attraction type of coaching or any of that that I really want to do, but I want to be able to integrate it to use it in my, my, death doula experiences and so that's what i've been i've been doing it for my my new you, you know bi- my caregiving slash end of life career because y- yours is the business career right and mine is the end of life because i had the business career and i and i walked away from that so so that's the focus that where i've been on lately and and that's kind of why i'm having a i have uh, a lot of personal experience uh, things going on with my grandmother and and I'll just say it. No, none of my family listens to this, so it's really okay. <laughs> I can say I can say anything about any my any of my family members, and it'll never get back to anyone. So it's all okay. So, so once again, everybody uh, keep this quiet. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, but I, I've become my my grandmother's uh, main caregiver, so which is my skill set anyway. However, there's other things that come with it because my grandmother is not a very well loved person in my family and so i'm kind of her last sort of shot Mm -hmm. which is i mean i suppose if you're gonna if you need somebody like that in that situation i'm the best person for you (laughs) because because with the taya tools you know when you're working with someone who's basically 
said outright to your face. The, she, my, my grandmother, she, no, no mental problems no, as far as memory, no, no memory issues. There might be other problems, but uh, memory issues is not one of them, who doesn't even know how to spell my name, for example. Okay. So I'm dealing with somebody who has, who has, who has sort of made it her career to, to push family away and, mm. and me using my Thai tools <laughs> to go, Oh, well, I'm sorry, but I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> and it's, and it's interesting to, to keep myself up and, you know, uh, vibrationally speaking to mm -hmm. keep myself in a good place, right? To meditate, to appreciate the situation, to, um, take better care of myself. All of these, these tools that I've been, that I've learned from this, this, this course, this Taya course, all, all these tools. I'm I'm applying to my 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 personal life and and hopefully soon when I can expand on my my professional life, but I'm involved with two hospices, so I so I'm constantly with people who are um, not constantly, but I'm often weekly with people who are either actively passing away or mm -hmm. um, or soon to be, and so my grandmother is one of those as well. She's going on hospice very soon, mm -hmm. so it, it's I it's one of these these great things that that are happening. So Taya has, when we're talking about how we can take a side of our lives or a side of our history, a side of who we've been and, and just appreciate it so much that you can grow from that experience and be happy with the growing. And it's not a crashing into the wall growth, you know, where, where it's, it's by force that this growth is happening. So mm -hmm. um, it's, I can, I, my, my life is spiraling so quick, not out of control. It's spiraling in a completely opposite direction to LOA to from, from um, even Taya, not to say that I'm going away from the tools, but I, I'm, I'm, so that's why I want to tell you guys that, that I'm going to be leaving the show for a while. Uh, I would like to come back at a later date, but I'm so focused on this, this, this family situation where where bonds are being actually reestablished because of me helping with my grandmother. So uh, distances are being with my parents, with my grandmother are sort of kind of being bridged or being, um, if not outright bridged, but just sort of understood better. Yeah. And appreciated sure. a little bit more. So I see this change that I'm in with my own family that I have that I've helped that I've seen in other families that I've helped mm -hmm. who have helped. I see that with my own family. Nice. And so that's why when you said I was a Taya mentor, I, I was like, wow, what a cool honor, but oh man, that couldn't be further from the truth right now because I'm, I'm so in another direction, you know, well, I, I would argue um, that you actually are going in the direction of Taya mentorship, just maybe not the, the traditional way that people would do it. Maybe, but, maybe oh. you're right. The old, what's the ultimate mentor? The ultimate mentor is not somebody who, who's there to teach you stuff. The ultimate me mentor is somebody who lives, who shows you by example, by who they are. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, uh, it's like, I, I, I know I've explained this before. I was in, in a, a situation where I, I had a, a client, a patient turn to me and say, are you a Buddha? Are you a Buddhist? <laughs> and I said, are you, are you, why would you say I'm a Buddhist? You know? Well, because you're so calm. I mean, when everybody else around you is freaking out and you're like, I have gotten to where I can just, you know, if I need to meditate when I'm sitting at a stoplight, boom, I'm meditating. You know, if I, if I need to talk to that homeless person who, who walks up or if I'm compelled, if I'm inspired to talk to that homeless person, I'm, you know, I'm walking up to that person and I just, it, it's just, my life is just changing. So yeah, Ty is really cool. I just want to let you know. <laughs> okay thank you well, you're doing exactly what david talks about yeah. i mean seriously that you're you're doing what david talks about when he talks about leaving boot camp because he talks often about how people go out and they don't necessarily do the entire practice on a regular basis you're talking about doing it on a regular basis and you've been out of boot camp for a bit now and on top of that David talks about how when people leave boot camp, it's kind of like they lose focus on where they want to go. You've mm -hmm. done exactly the opposite. You've zeroed in. You've hyper focused right. on exactly and where it, and you it want feels, to go. It feels like I'm on, um, 
like I'm on a horse, I'm a horse at the gate. And so if I could, you know, ready to, 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 to take off, but there are a couple things that I'm still working on. So learning, learning new things, you know, the, the, this, the scripting, the slightly different, which is actually, I think, partly Taya-ish too, you know, there's, there's Taya in that too, you, you know, there's, it's a very similar kind of thing. Um, but to learn, thank you, to learn a new tool, um, I, that's great. That's another tool in the tool bag that's slightly different. And I'm always looking for tools, right? You always run in, it's growth, it's growth. Right. I've been looking for tools for nine years and boy, my God's good ones. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Every situation, you know, sometimes you have to use it, know how to use a different tool. It's a learning experience. It's wonderful. Right. So, yeah. So, you know, being, doing this podcast at the moment is just, it's not where I need to be. And we're going to miss you. There's no doubt about it. We, we will definitely, oh, yeah. miss, but by home, oh, there's, there isn't even like a beginning of a, a starting point for me to say, Oh, you got to stay when I know where you're right, going. Right, where right, you're going right. is exciting. But thank it's you for really giving exciting. me this opportunity. I mean, and to have all these other co-hosts and meeting all these other people and, and, and the listeners, the, you know, the Jeffrey and the, you know, everyone <laughs> who's, who's commented and, and, and all the people from Taya and I just, it's, it's, I just wanted to come on to say goodbye instead of just, hey, tell everyone I said goodbye. Well, it's more like so, a farewell because, like you yeah. say, you're going to be back at some point. We yeah. may not know right. when that is, but hey, you know, Monique, it took seven months, but eight months, but here she is. She's back again for a bit. Yeah. And, and she may go off again. I mean, that's the way life works, but that's okay. Right. That's part of the journey. That's super that's cool. Why, that's, just, that's how I ended up having so many cool co-hosts on the show. Right. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's exactly how. And the best part is I never know what's going to be next. <laughs> I don't have any idea. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of makes it fun though, right? It yeah. does. Keeps it lively from day to day. Keeps it really interesting, exciting. And I tie it in, of course, like you're doing with my own stuff that I'm doing right now, leading up to the summit in January. And it all dovetails. It all fits together mm-hmm. in ways sometimes that I don't even expect. But it does. Every single day, something new shows up. Mm-hmm. Some new experience happens. And my job throughout the whole thing is just to be as true to my own vibration as I can be. Mm-hmm. I can do that. I can do that. The good stuff happens. When I don't do that, when I go down the spiral, to use the tire terminology, um, well, then not such good things happen. <laughs> things that I didn't really have in mind happen. And sometimes I have to deal with stuff. But mostly... Mostly I stay on the vibrational track I want to be on and the good things happen. That's the good thing. Right. So that's and and Monique, your story that you've been telling us today, it was basically a story of the beauty of failure. Because most people would describe that as a failed experience, but you got Mm -hmm. so much out of a failed experience. Yeah, no. I I I don't believe like a change of mind or in lessons. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 I believe in lessons. Right. Yeah, you got some good ones out of that one. Really cool. Yeah. It's it's a lot. Like <laughs> I said, you know, just thinking about also, you know, while I am getting more and more into or rather just starting to embrace more of what I believe. Now I'm starting to feel what I think maybe Neville Goddard might have felt. In terms of the things that he was speaking about back in the 1930s, 40s, 50s, right? Was, I won't say that was unheard of, but it was probably almost blasphemy is probably what they were calling him. It it was out there. Yeah. Yeah. For his time, right? Absolutely. I can't even imagine probably, probably, you know, um, the mental burden, not burden, but Stress, mm-hmm. and I don't even know if sure. stress right. is the word, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I think there's a stress for being so different, for being yeah. for being on the leading edge, for being, yeah, going against the uh, grain of what everybody right. else is oh, saying. Yeah. Because that's kind of where I'm at right now. I mean, you try working, you try working with people who are dying, and and what do you, you know, where do you think you're gonna? How do you think you're gonna look at? You know, how how are people gonna look at you? Do you see mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm on that edge. Of course, I'm not the the only one who works as a as a doula. Yeah, I'm not the only one uh, doing this type of work. But I mean, 
it's it's a, it's still it's lonely it's sometimes it's like yeah. <laughs> i mean i have my peeps but it's just like oh what do you do oh hmm yeah so i get <laughs> neville i totally totally get neville I, I i totally do and i i commend the man for saying you know what i don't care what you think i'm doing it anyway right exactly right? I, I think it's impressive too what neville did because not only did he teach that, like you say, Monique, at a time where it was pretty much out there, mm-hmm. but he managed to do it mainly in Catholic buildings, which is, to me, that's like the ultimate feat. Because if you're going to describe among the, all the mm-hmm. different Christian sects and belief systems and so forth, the one that's the toughest on anything that deviates from the norm, it's Catholicism. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the toughest one. And yet he managed to go into Catholic buildings under the auspices uh, and, and authority, really, because that's the only way you're going to get in there to, to do that kind of teaching yeah. of Catholic leaders and taught his blasphemy. <laughs> right, which I'm pretty sure that's what they probably thought at the time. What do you mean? I mean, because even when I mentioned to some of my friends or, or people who are acquainted with me that I believe that God is not some outside entity that he lives within us that we can do the same things you know we can command just like jesus command what do you mean that wait 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 that was jesus i we i can't do that you know kind of Mm. thing right Mm -hmm. so that's why i say i kind of feel like i understand maybe a little bit what neville might have been feeling but just deciding that i'm gonna step into that because even with my um program manifesting with Bible verses. I think on a surface level, those things don't, those two things don't necessarily go together. When I was in church, I never heard about manifesting, right? We heard about praying, you know, you asking Jesus to heal you. Mm -hmm. So the thought of, you know, using Bible verses, and I've had some people, you know, kind of post on Instagram, like, that's wrong. And what are you talking about? You know, blah, blah, blah. And I always just kill them with kindness. And I said, hey, mm-hmm. we're all allowed our own opinions. If that's what you believe, then that's what you believe. I'm not upset with that. I'm not arguing. I'm not even debating. That's not my job, right? right. I'm only expressing my experience and what I believe to be true for human beings. If you don't agree with it, you don't have to, you know? And then that's usually when they say, oh, okay. <laughs> right. I'm not going to get into an argument with you about that. Right. It doesn't make that's, sense. That, that, that's exactly, folks, how you walk that delicate line. That's exactly how to do it. Yeah, because I I like to look at it like this, Walt. I think that God, the universe, source, energy, infinite intelligence, I think that he, she or it is so expansive that look at all the different ways he or it created for us to get to him, right? Oh, yeah. Look at all the different, like you said, religious sects. And, you know, I'm not going to tell someone who is Muslim that, that that's the wrong way and you should be calling him God and not Allah, right? I'm, I'm not going to tell you that. Right. That's That's not my place. I believe that God is so amazing that he created different ways for different people to reach him, whether you're Buddhist, Hindu, I mean, you know, Christian, whatever. I think we all can, like that little bumper sticker says, I think we all can coexist, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. We just allow each other to experience God in our own individual ways. I don't believe that there's one, one way to get to him, to communicate with him, to feel him to work with him, right? Allow him to work through you. I, I just don't believe that. So what you're I talking about, it. it reminds me of a, uh, a part of one of the meditations that you get when you go through the Taya boot camp. Mm-hmm. It's the first one that they give you. I think it's called seeing through the eyes of source. Mm-hmm. And in this meditation, they guide you to uh, imagine that you're floating away from earth and then you go far, far out into the universe, into the cosmos, until you get to the point where the Earth is this little tiny speck 
way, way off in the distance, hidden in this huge mass of stars that are out there, right? Kind of like your background. Got it. Yeah. (laughs) And then from that point of view, looking at that problem that you're dealing with, way over there on Earth, it's this little tiny, tiny, tiny problem that doesn't seem to match up to almost anything compared to the massiveness of the universe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's That's a nice perspective, uh, uh, kind of a perspective uh, exercise, isn't it? Just... It is. Change your perspective. That's always my perspective. I mean, because when you think about it, you think about your little rent or your mortgage payment, right? And I'm worried about, you know, I'm thinking that I can't get the money for that. But when I think Mm -hmm. about God who has created the Milky Way or all the planets, and maybe even I believe that they are extraterrestrial. I mean, why not? Why would I think we're the only living creatures that... The God thought up right, right here on Earth. Who knows? There could be a billion other Earths out there. We don't know, right? But when I think about how expansive and amazing God is, and for me to think that something as small as paying sixteen hundred dollars rent is like, oh my gosh, I, I don't know how I'm gonna do it. Is it really? It's, it's so minute. You're right, Walt. It's so minute in the grand scheme of things. So yeah, it really is. It feels big when you're in the midst of it. But yeah, it does. It does. But that I think that that also comes from us not realizing. And while you and I, we, we've had this discussion before, just us not realizing or sometimes forgetting who we really are and mm. the power that we ourselves hold, right? Yep, in right. order to change our world. You know, I've, God has been waking me up, or maybe I've been waking me up at two o'clock in the morning almost every single day. <laughs> you and my husband, you and my husband, and me. whatever is happening. You too? <laughs> me oh too. Oh my gosh. We too. <laughs> really? Yikes. Yes. Like, Seriously, the there is something is going, going on, on at like two or three in the morning. <laughs> oh, it's the same time. It's always two o'clock, two always o'clock. o'clock. one, two o'clock. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hmm. It's always okay. between two and two oh eight. Never okay. fails for like the last almost two weeks, you guys. And so, um, when when it started happening, I'm like, okay, God, what what's really going on? Uh, like the second night, I got a really really great idea. Uh, okay, okay, I got it right. Um, but it led me to it led me to something that I. It just popped in my head. And what I said to myself is, you are not subjugated to this world. This world is subjugated to you. Oh, nice. I like that. Yes. And that's how I remember that I control my environment. I do, right? I control what I manifest in my life through my thoughts. It's not the world doing it. It's me doing it, right? So I control the world. The world doesn't control me. So when when God brought that to me, I guess, I don't know, however you want to say it, right? That's what I say to myself, you guys, now. Whenever something feels heavy or feels like an obstacle, I'll just remind myself, Monique, you are not subjugated to this world. This world is subjugated to you. Right. And it reminds me of the control that God has given all of us to change our lives. Okay. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> I, I, I have to give credit where credit is due because when I've, when I've been waking up and when Louise wakes up, I know speaking for us, it's because the bathroom calls. I mean, let's be very blunt about it. That's what's going on. <laughs> However, after waking up and taking care of business and coming back to bed, that's when I'm finding I'm in the most receptive mood because oh, like, yeah. I get stuff. Mm-hmm. I get stuff. Oh, yeah. From me. Yeah. In fact, I'll actually, right. I keep my uh, headphones next to my bed along with my phone. So if I need to, I'll, I'll just do a meditation in, in the middle of the night, you know, with some of the, the guided meditation stuff we get from Tyre. And in the course of doing that, I basically am, am saying to the universe, okay, I know I'm in a receptive mood. I'm going to make myself super re- receptive. Give me. Download. Yes. Give awesome. me the download. Yeah. <laughs> So I've been that's using me, it like that six in the morning or something, you know, like, like before I'm actually out of bed, uh-huh. I try to get my meditation in that. That's, that's just like the easiest overall. Mm, yeah, and I wish that I could, Janine, I have tried to meditate like first thing in the morning, never fails. 
I fall right back to sleep every single right. time. And sometimes, it, and sometimes, and sometimes I do too, but you know, maybe the dreams I have are very informative or maybe, you know, I'm actually even more rested with that few minutes of falling back to back sleep. So there's something that came out of that time. And maybe that's the kind of meditation you needed at that moment. Right. Mm -hmm. So I try not to label it and I try not to label like meditation has to look like this because, oh, heck, sometimes every day can look a little bit different. Absolutely. You know, it, it can really look different. So we have to sort of be flexible with, with that. Like, okay, I'm just going to take this time and lay here. And just for me, if I fall asleep, great. If I meditate, great. If I, if I do nothing, great. I'm laying here and I'm enjoying this and that's it. That's what I, what I focus on. And I, med way, and I meditate. By the way, Monique, I've actually at times wanted to use the meditation music to put myself to sleep. Now, let, uh -huh. I actually actively use it that way. And sometimes it'll work, but sometimes after the meditation is done, my eyes go boing. Really? So, <laughs> me up again. Yeah, that's the opposite effect sometimes. <laughs> I listen to, in order to get back to sleep, believe it or not, I'll go to YouTube and I'll listen to Neville Goddard. Okay. Not yeah. saying like he's boring and puts me to sleep, but his voice <laughs> is so soothing. And I've, I feel like I've heard almost every lecture, so my mind is probably like, oh, this one again? Okay. This one again. <laughs> <laughs> I can go to Love sleep it. now. We can go back to sleep now. <laughs> yeah. Nothing, nothing wakes me up more than struggling with my phone in the middle of the night if I wake up. I, I don't even want to look at it because it's just then, you know, it's bright and I have to think. It's just, I just, uh, if I'm really truly wide awake, I'll just go and make some decaf and, and, and do something else, you know, cause yeah. laying there will be, oh, to waking up two o'clock in the morning. What? So when you, are you able to go right back to sleep or are you get up, you, you're working, are you using the time or? No. <laughs> That's why I'm usually listening to Neville because I can't, it's very, very rare that I'm able to go right back to sleep because unlike Walt, it's not a bathroom break for me. It's literally, I wake up, just, I just wake up and I turn my phone over and I look and it's 202, 203, it's always mm -hmm. two between two and two oh eight, always. So I don't know really what that's about, but hey, I'm not questioning it. But I usually will put on Neville or there is um a channel on YouTube that I like, Doxy Meditations, and he has a specific one about law of attraction. And I'll usually okay. listen to that one and go mm -hmm. back to sleep. Nice. One of the uh, techniques that we learn in the Taya community is what they call the 888 breathing, which is where for a count of eight, you breathe in, count of eight, you hold, count of eight, you breathe out. And then you oh. And that's a very useful way I found if I'm awake and I want to go back to sleep, do that for a bit very, very specifically and focused on the breathing because you have to focus on the breathing in order to count it out, right? So mm -hmm. you stay focused on the breathing. That'll put me to sleep like eight times out of 10. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll try that. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. So, oh, I also want to mention something else too. You mentioned the idea of, uh, of the life of the universe. I totally agree with you. My perspective on how the universe is has really shifted in the last year, particularly. I used to going back two or three years, perhaps I used to think of the universe as being okay. We have life here on earth and there's the stars out there and that's pretty much it. Now, I have come to recognize what source energy is. Source energy is everything vibrating. Yes. Mm -hmm. And if everything is vibrating here, that means everything's vibrating out there. Yes. Which means that everything is alive. Yes. It's all alive. The yes. stars are alive. The space is alive. It's all alive. It's mm -hmm. all vibrating. Yes. So the whole thing is life. And when oh, I think about you, oh. you said beautifully, Walt. I love that. Yes, the whole thing is life. I the like that. Is life. Yeah. There is no thing that is not life in this. It's all life. All of it is. Right. And with that and doing some 888 breathing, I go to sleep quickly. Jeannie, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to miss you while you're away, but it'll be great you. when you come oh, back. Yeah, it was nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too, Monica. Take care. Good luck. Woo. And Monique, so glad to have you back for however long that's going to be. And we'll just, you know, ride the wave mm -hmm. and see how it goes. It's going to be good. Thanks, Walt. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. I've loved it. I'll be back with other sure stories you will. to tell. And it's going to be good, yes. I'm sure, when you come back. Yeah. Yes. Thank you much. Thank you to our podcast listeners Take everywhere. Care. And we will see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Bye.